Fix the Convince. Welcome to the Fix the Convince podcast. Here's your host, NewSpark founder, Paul Mosenson. Hey, it's Paul Mosenson. Welcome to the podcast, Fix the Convince. Today, I'm actually the guest, and I'm going to be talking about Zmod, Zero Moment of Truth. My guest, who's actually being the host, is Andrew Orton from Nimble Leader. So here we go. Paul, in our outreach to the group, we spoke about Zmod, Zero Moment of Truth. This is an interesting concept for me. What's this all about? Sure. Everything we'll, we will be discussing in this presentation is all about convincing a prospect to give you their contact information, which is a, a conversion goal. It's that split second before the submit button is clicked that we're optimizing today. Google calls it Zmod that final decision, whether to engage with your firm or not. Do you want more sales this year? It's time to optimize. Okay, I, I know we talked about this, Paul, the impact of COVID through 2020. However, it sure does feel like this is gonna go on for a lot longer. How do you see this affecting the landscape moving forward? Yeah, well, you know, the impact of uh, COVID-19 on the world and on B2B marketing will be felt throughout 2020 and maybe beyond. Many B2B marketers expect online events and other digital programs to replace the lead generation they were counting on from live events. And that's what I feel is a, a big change. This is a marketer's challenge. You know, budget restraints and cuts, staff freezes or reductions, and as just mentioned, shifting of live event budgets to digital communications. Are you facing these? Reallocating your budget to maintain pipeline is critical now. So review your budget allocations and determine where it will have the most impact to meet your goals. Because ultimately, crisis or not, marketing is still going to be tasked with showing ROI. Okay, Paul, for me, uh, this slide is a key takeaway. You know, we have stagnant or declining spend at a time when the approach to market really requires massive innovation. In addition you know, to hitting the point you talked earlier, about driving ROI, so really, really key. It is, the point is, you know, you, you need to resist the urge to cut your budgets drastically. You still need to create brand awareness in your market. So instead, assess your paid channels, build a healthy pipeline, and generate leads for your sales team. Pipeline marketing is never ending. Here's what's going on now, as you know, um, buyers are working from home, they're more emotionally receptive to emotional and educational messages. And assume buyers continue to look for anything that makes their jobs easier. So continue to connect, maintain communications, be the choice. This is how buyers buy. It's that buyer's journey. The buyer defines needs for their product or service. Then the buyer performs research to learn about possible solutions. And if execute, executing a new design, the buyer researches product data, then the buyer evaluates potential suppliers. The buyer creates a short list of the best suppliers. And then the buyer makes a purchase from the winning supplier. Okay, Paul, my, my takeaway here is that B2B leadership teams really need to be rigorous and disciplined at every step along the journey so as to minimize any missteps, especially in the area of tight budgets uh, and shifting norms. For sure. 
Remember, leaders rise in a time of crisis. It's in a time when there's plenty of voices of panic, you can be the voice of peace. Okay, so let's get started. I couldn't agree with you more. Looking forward to this uh, session coming up here. Now, so let's, let's begin with the buyer's journey. Yeah, the buyer's journey. In marketing, we convince to pay attention, click, and convert. And then in sales, we convince leads to be qualified by creating more interest, then convince them to receive proposals and buy. The entire buyer's journey optimization process is about convincing throughout the purchase funnel. The most successful sales and marketing strategies contain five core elements, target marketing, content strategy, value proposition and message, sales and marketing alignment, and integrated marketing and campaigns. So target marketing, you need to assess the needs of your prospects. Review your personas. You know, Paul, I hear this term persona a lot. What's it all about? Well, if your customer's problems may be different now, do you know what they are? Do their needs require your help more than ever right now? How can you reinvent serving your customer's needs today and going forward? Value proposition and message. You know, it's really important to have a value proposition that's clear and communicated on your website. For buyers reviewing multiple vendors, they will quickly make a decision whether to put your, you on their short list or not. So the benefits of what and how you do it better be front and center. Now, Paul, I would also add that, that value proposition is really important in terms of how you set and manage price. If you're not clear about the value proposition, and you are in a down market, your customers will likely ask you to reduce price. This can have a negative impact on both your short-term profitability and your long-term brand equity. No matter how large or small a company is and what size supplier they're looking for, they all use a short list to make purchasing decisions. Buyers aren't just searching for a vendor or a supplier, they want a partner. The lowest immediate price or quote doesn't always mean the best results for them. Buyers will review your people and leadership team's qualifications. They will review your industry expertise you have and how it relates to their industry. And if you can communicate any unique capabilities and services, you'll have a better chance of getting on that short list. Again, the key here is how you set yourself apart from your competitors. Do it in a meaningful way and you're more likely to get the close. B2B manufacturers must have educational content that addresses the needs of each buyer persona at each stage of their journey. For example, a CEO versus a plant engineer, they have different needs. When you create content, you create it to serve. This is only about them. This is not about you or your business. Follow the pain and think big on how to deliver solutions to solve it. That answer alone makes up your content plan. Sales and marketing alignment. If you aren't visiting your sales and marketing strategy right now, you need to. This is a time to deepen relationships. There has never been a more critical time to ensure marketing and sales are aligned and working together for the greater good. Review your communication strategy together. Your messaging should be aligned, consistent, overly empathetic, relevant, and on brand, reflecting your company's core values, mission, and value prop. Integrated campaign and planning is where the building blocks all come together to guide your planning. 
Where is our audience consuming information right now? What channels would be the most effective for which messages? And what will our audience appreciate the most during this time? Zero in and focus on the areas where you can have the biggest impact with your current resource constraints. Make sure the people executing your campaigns have all the processes in place they need to be efficient. Sometimes, even the smallest of tweaks can have a significant impact on your team's efficiency, as well as your campaign results. You know, Paul, this last point you just made is really important in my mind. Smallest tweaks can have a huge impact. It really implies that the B2B marketer really needs to know their different customer constituencies inside and out. Yes. The best lead generation campaigns have these components. Offers, content that is perceived as high in value, calls to action. It's that button with the text that links to a landing page so people can easily find your offer in exchange for their personal contact information. And of course, the landing page itself. This is a page that contains information on the offer with the benefits of why that offer should be given to a prospect in exchange for their contact info. Let's talk about search engines. 71% of B2B researchers begin their research with generic Google searches, and 75% of searchers never go beyond the first page. So SEO should always be in the mind as a, as a strategy. You need to evaluate all your high-value keywords and products, do some research with various keyword tools that exist, and decide which keywords are worth the effort to optimize. Now's the time to do it. If you have a current SEO agency, challenge them. Paid search. Here you can promote specific products and benefits, special offers with the lowest landing pages. Want to be on page one tomorrow? Pay for it. Lead magnets are incentives that offer up a specific reward in exchange for that user's email address. Educational webinars and eBooks are the best ways to drive prospects into your pipeline because your magnets need to address prospect business challenges and then the solutions. Remember, you're in the early stages of customer relationships with these lead magnets. If someone gives you their email address and receives a resource with little or no value, they will drop out of the sales funnel. You lost an opportunity. This is so critical, Paul. I mean, in, in my mind, if, if you lose or we lose a customer in this process, they're lost oftentimes for, um, for good. Yeah. You know, for branding and lead generation, and again, without event budgets, consider display advertising and targeted channels. This is called demand generation, which is communicating potential problems and solutions toward these top and mid-funnel prospects within the channels they use most, with the hope to capture a click and a conversion before they use the search engine. I mean, the components are a, of a good ad are an interesting message aligned with the target audience needs and pain points, and the testing of offers and ads. And then make sure you have a solid lead management framework in place. For every audience segment you have, you need a powerful sales funnel, a message cadence with more educational messaging, offers, and phone calls built in. Stay engaged, automate the process, and build relationships with qualified leads. You know, Paul, if I put my line operator's hat on, this slide is absolutely key. Critical that businesses have a disciplined process on the funnel framework so that they can capture every single revenue opportunity. Agreed. Buyers have many different options 
then they may not even know which one is right for them. So help set the record straight with a comparison guide that spells out the pros and cons of different approaches. Thread rolling manufacturer CJ Winter dives into the difference between thread rolling and thread cutting in their guide. They explore each method's impact on cost, lead time, and quality in order to help buyers choose the right tactic for their specific applications. Videos have become an increasingly critical component in the content marketing arsenal. Videos make it easier for buyers to understand complicated industry topics and services. Companies like Paratherm use video to educate viewers on the details of their products. Hudson Technologies added a tooling video to their custom tooling website page to supplement their written content marketing. As buyers edge closer to the bottom of the funnel, they start formalizing the process for selecting a supplier. Help them define and optimize this process and guide them in the right direction with a step-by-step -step buying guide. Near the end of the buying process, buyers want to know exactly what you're capable of. Spec sheets and brochures focused on your products and services are therefore critically important. Finally, to get on that short list, using case studies to illustrate past work you've done can give buyers a better idea of how you work. In fact, between 71 and 77% of B2B buyers cited testimonials and case studies as the most influential types of content. ESI, a custom metal stamping company, does a wonderful job with their case study library. Not only do they show their work, they also point out the different industries and applications they also serve. Now is a great time to clean up and organize your database. You have valuable prospect and customer data in there. Let's optimize it. You know, Paul, I really agree with this point here. Many comp companies have made a huge investment in their CRM, and it's really critical get, to get the value out of that investment. Here's some examples of segments within the CRM you can market to. Each segment needs its own sales funnel strategy. This needs to be done now, if not already. So, Paul, this is so important. I take a look at this, and on every one of these blocks, whether it's high-value prospects, reactivating older prospects, win back customers, existing customers, or look-alike, these represent, they all represent a revenue vein that needs to be mined. With all the emails, funnels, and marketing activity out there to consider, you still need conversions. Attraction segues in the conversion if the buyer's journey process is optimized, even today. Problem-solving messaging that turns into magnetic offers or ideal partners, and optimized together will grow your business. Determining great offers depends on a number of things, your own business model, lead generation or e-commerce, the buying phase, competition, revenue projection models. But having a strong offer like these and tested attracts prospects that click in the first place and convert. The goal of conversion rate optimization is to reduce risk and doubt and reassure prospects are getting the value when they submit their contact information. Your leads and sales depend on improving your online visitor to inquiry conversion rate. Proof and trust with testimonials is vitally important. Case studies, associations you're in, client logos, AKA happy customers, and more. These need to be on your site and landing pages, especially where the web forms are. Sales enablement is a strategic process of providing the sales teams with the information, content, and tools that helps sellers engage with buyers and sell more effectively. 
Creating and sharing custom content captivates buyers. Then you can quantify and analyze the results of your presentations to increase closing rates. And finally, you need to measure many KPIs here, your inquiries, leads, revenues, lifetime value, how much you spend, ultimately the ROI of your campaigns. Can you imagine what occurs when you optimize the buyer's journey? Boom, new leads and new opportunities, new revenue streams. You know, Paul, your point here is so critical. Boom, new leads, new opportunities, new revenue. Optimizing this journey really has incredibly tangible impact. You know, if I can move to 20 leads from two leads, it has a huge impact on the bottom line. That's for sure. You know, everything we have discussed in this presentation is all about convincing a prospect to give you their contact information which is your ultimate conversion goal. It's that split second between the submit button that's clicked is what we're optimizing, ZMOD. But final decision, decision, whether to engage with your firm or not. Want more sales this year? It's time to optimize. So what is the next step if a company decides to engage? What is your approach to market? Well, everything we spoke about, we have to optimize the funnel. It starts with the uh, top of funnel awareness stage advertising, social media, SEO, email campaigns, paid search. The mid-funnel portion, where we'll look at your website content and design, your lead magnets, lead funnel building, and your landing pages. Then the desire segment, where we'll look at your CRM and how we target, the conversion optimization, sales enablement, analytics and KPI reporting. And what's the goal of all of this? Of course, more customers. Thanks for listening. Subscribe.